Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, that's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about beef, for example. Is is your is your book for sale about it? Yes. I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Say it like you mean it. This is my vibe. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 88. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. Uh, so, once again, we are here. Another week has gone by, and we still don't have a result in the presidential race. We might as well. I mean, it's it's pretty clear that, that Biden is going to win this thing. Um, Google has called it. AP has called it. You know, all the people that don't have the uh, constitutional right to call an election have called the election. So, um take that for what you will but this is what it's basically looking like at this point trump still has lawsuits in different states we're watching that all play out and again this is this is the constitutional right of donald trump agree with it or not we want to see every legal ballot counted there is and again i went off on this last week and went you know nuts on it and probably a little, I don't know, I, I don't think it was an overreaction, but um, if you are not willing to look at the things that have happened, look at the affidavits that have come in, the claims that have come in, excuse me, so on, and you can't look at that and go, there's something fishy happening, then then you're being intellectually dishonest. You're, you're lying to yourself. You're just, again, you have become exactly what you hate. Uh, Kira Davis did a really good episode of her podcast this last week. Uh, just, th- just listen to yourself. That's what it's called. Um, and it basically talked about becoming what you hate. And I've talked about it in in different aspects of the flip flop of the different co- the different political parties. As you know, these things have got. They're saying the exact same thing that the other party said the last time around. You know. With Hillary Clinton, it was, oh, she couldn't possibly lose to Trump because it's collusion, it's this, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, some guys went to jail, but they never found any real evidence of collusion between the president's campaign and Russia and so on. Did Russia interfere? Sure. I have no doubt that China interfered in our election this year. Russia interfered in our election this year. We've interfered in elections of other countries for decades. It's happened. It's what governments do. Every government wants to see their own dude in and blah, blah, you know, whatever. What we have seen here is literal potential for voter fraud. And so we want to see the investigations play out. We want all that stuff to come to the forefront and see exactly if any of it is real. I don't know if it is real, but I want to. And I want to see an investigation. And if it's not, fantastic if it is then people need to be arrested and go to jail and recounts happen and invalid votes thrown out and then let's see what happens is it going to be enough to over overturn the results as they as they sit and they stand right now probably not will we survive a four-year term of again kamala harris sure i mean is it going to be 
horrifying to see the things that she tries to do, the, the policies that they try to make. Sure. Are they going to try to codify Roe v. Wade? Absolutely. Is that going to happen? Probably not. It won't get past the Senate. It's not going to get past. It'll probably get past the House. It won't get past the Senate. It, you know, again, politicians will do what politicians have done forever. They will get absolutely nothing done, and they'll make it look like they're doing everything they can, and they'll use it to fundraise for the next time around, because uh, all these guys in, in the Senate have got to run again in two years, um, right? Or most of or is it two or six? I think senators are six, congressmen are two, right? And then the president is a four-year term. It's, it's weird. It, it should all be consistent and... You know, we'll get into that another time. But and senators and congressmen should have term limits, just like the president does. We should not have a Joe Biden who has been in government for 47 years already and has done absolutely nothing, and now we get him as four, 15 minutes uh, as the leader of the free nation, right? Okay. That's a whole lot of stuff we can talk about at a whole nother time. But again, it's it's crazy to watch the things that as they go down. And we'll we'll get through. We'll end up with another election. A couple of predictions on my part. I think uh, if Trump if this comes around and Trump actually loses, which it looks like, I, I absolutely think he's going to start a television uh, network. He's going to, just like Glenn Beck started Blaze TV, we're going to get Trump TV. He's going to take everybody away from Fox, all the people that were his yes-men. He's going to have Hannity on there. He's going to have Laura Ingram. He's going to have Judge Jeanine. Uh, Tucker Carlson's going to go over there. All the people, and Tucker wasn't even, well, I, I should say, I should give, you know, 100% transparency. I have not watched Fox News for probably six years or close to that, maybe five. I haven't watched it. But um, from as far as I know, Tucker has, has been kind of like a Ben Shapiro, a Steve Dace, Colin, good Trump, good Trump, bad Trump, bad Trump, and so on, right? So, again, but is he a yes man? I don't think so. The rest of them, absolutely. They were all in Trump's pocket from the beginning. And so, we'll, again, we'll see where that all goes. But this is what we're looking like. The only one that still hasn't been called by some media uh, entity is Georgia. I think there's still a difference of like 5,000, 4,000 or 5,000 votes. It may even be 3,000. Um, just uh, it's very close. So they're doing a recall or a recount in Georgia automatic. I think North Carolina is doing an automatic re recall. Uh, Maybe Arizona. I know there are lawsuits for them in Arizona and Nevada and other places. So, again, all the swing states, all the battleground states are the ones that are, are in question. And so we'll see. And there's a lot of talk about this Dominion uh, machine network voting system, whatever. Um, again, I'm not seeing anything real uh, convincing on that. I'm hearing a lot of of statements but nothing to to say this is absolutely concrete because again if it was if we had all this i mean everyone's like well we've got this evidence and we're going to come out with it well come on with it you know 
quit making a sit and wait. If you got it, get it out there. If you don't, then let's not keep playing games with it and just move on. And let's. But again, here here is the the reality. You know, for those of you who are like, well, just make him the the the, the president elect, and and you know, December thirteenth is when all the states have to certify have the, all their, their elections certified. And then they'll certify it federally. The electors will go in for the electoral college. They will make their votes. December 14th, the, Consti the, the Congress will pass a law recognizing Joe Biden as a president-elect. And he is still not the president until January 20th when he is inaugurated. So let's let our government continue to be our government, as good or bad as it is, Quit, quit crying and so on. It is still Trump's uh, government. Here's my my thought: is um, Clarence Thomas needs to retire today and let Donald Trump appoint one more young conservative uh, court uh, justice. Um, because what's going to happen is for the next four years. We're going to be watching on, again, the other side. We're just going to flip-flop this whole thing, and everybody on, on the right is going to be watching Clarence Thomas praying that he does not die in the next four years uh, and give Joe Biden an opportunity to appoint, well, Kamala Harris an opportunity to appoint any more Supreme Court justices. So all the older guys, uh, Kennedy, Thomas, um, I think that's really it. I think that's all the... the the elderly folk on there. Um, so I don't know how old Roberts is or any of those other guys. I don't know how old they are. But so that would be my, my recommendation. That would be my prediction in the next couple weeks. I think we'll see um, Clarence Thomas uh, retire and we'll see Trump appoint another one. And then we're going to have all the same but this time it will be the same situation as uh, 2016 with um, Obama being done and a new president. And, and so we'll see. It, it'll be interesting. But again, I don't predict Joe to be the president for long. Uh, he will be there for 15, 20 minutes after the um, inauguration, 25th Amendment, Kamala Harris. And then we'll see. It'll be interesting who she puts in as her uh, her VP. So those are the things that I see coming. Um, are they going to try to codify Roe v. Wade? Sure. Uh, is it going to work? No. Um, okay. It, and so we'll see. I mean, we'll have a lot of time to make predictions for what the next four years is going to look at. But oh, okay. That's where I was going. Where I was going. Donald Trump starting Trump TV. He's going to be, he is, he is going to be a force to reckon with. That's my point. That, that, I got, I don't know where I got lost going on the other trail, but my point is, is Trump is still going to be a force to reckon with. And I can, I could see in 2024 him coming back and trying to be the nominee again. I hope that does not happen because I really hope that I can get somebody in there on the ballot that's an actual valid candidate that I can vote for. I have no problem doing the protest vote. I mean, maybe next time around, I'll write in Ben Shapiro or I'll write in, 
Nelson Del Valle and uh, or one of the other guys from from Christ Century. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Luke Walker. We'll 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 write in Luke Walker as our presidential, and uh, and Alexander Wade as the vice president. That'll be no, that'll be our new vote. Uh, our write in for next time around if we don't have an actual valid worthwhile candidate that I can vote for in clear conscience. So, whew, all that to say, uh, let's. Let's get into some other stuff that's not real um, aggravating, like the million MAGA march that happened this week in Washington. So these are always kind of exaggerated. The numbers, we never get them right. We never really know how many people are there or what or this or that. But supposedly a million Trump supporters uh, descended upon the streets of Washington, D.C. Fantastic. Sorry, I'm trying not to yawn. Do your thing, right? Um, <coughs> uh, come out, do your, have your rally, have your, your protest, whatever you want to call it. Again, the, the irritation in all of this is that everybody is mad because Trump supporters are coming together. They're not wearing masks. It's a super spreader event. But nobody said anything last week about the, the Biden supporters that came out uh, the day after the election and had their little parties and you know got close together oh those aren't super spreader events blm and antifa riots and looting and stuff those are super spreader events but anytime the right gets together well go you can't go to church and you can't do this and you can't have freaking thanksgiving dinner at your own home those are super spreader events but when antifa and and blm start looting and rioting and joe biden's people get together well, then that's not that's not an issue. Well, that's okay. This is the stuff that really, really irritates me. When Joe Biden comes out and makes these claims that, oh, well, we want to have unity and unity. I don't believe you. Because I've seen the crap that people, my own relatives, I've seen the garbage that they have put out on, on social media for the last four years. The hatred and the ugliness that they put out. And now that their guy's in office, oh, well, now we want unity. I don't believe you. You can't you can't just turn on a dime like that. And when in the reality is is these guys went out there totally peaceful and, well, and people are like, well, the Proud Boys stabbed some people and what I don't know if that's the case. Well, okay. But for the majority of this, it was very peaceful. It was very you know, it was it was what it was. It was a rally for people who wanted who wanted to express their support for the candidate that it looks like he's going to lose, but so what? So be it. Okay. But then, turn around a few hours later, as soon as the sun goes down, and here you got these guys, Antifa, are out there, and they are violent, and they are throwing rocks, and they are throwing water, and they are chasing people down, and, you know, I'm watching videos of them attacking women and, and so on. And they're just freaking cowards. And this is why I don't believe you. Because, again, the same freaking relatives of mine who are out there on Twitter that are all pissed off and angry that the Trump supporters are coming together and that they might even be carrying rifles and, oh, my goodness, this is so bad and da-da-da-da-da. Crickets when these fools show up. And that's why I don't believe you. 
That's why I can't trust you. If this is the way that you're going to, oh, well, we have to have unity. Then shut these fools down. It shouldn't be the job of the police. It should be all you people who are calling for unity. Why don't you go out there and get in front of these Antifa thugs and shut them down? Why isn't Joe being asked on a daily basis, like Trump was, to tell Antifa to, to stand down? Why isn't that happening? I mean, it's obvious that Antifa is the militant arm of the Democrat Party. They really are. I mean, it's the Democrat militia is what they do. It's who they are. Why aren't they out there trying to shut them down? You know, again, why is it just freaking crickets? But, I mean, some guys do a, a Second Amendment protest or, God forbid, a church do a psalm sing in, in, uh, in the city building parking lot. Well, that's a horrible thing, and it's also about crickets. Be consistent. Be freaking consistent. Right? I mean, I, I think everybody has the right to protest, but you do not have the right to burn down buildings or throw things at people or any of that stuff. And I would be the exact same if it were happening on the right or the left. And I've said so on either side. I haven't, I haven't come across, except for the, the, the crap in, in Charleston a couple of years ago with whoever it was, the white supremacists, or I, I don't know who was out there, neo-Nazis of some kind. That was horrible. Those people should have been arrested and stopped, and, and the girl that was hit by a car and all this stuff was, was ridiculous and bad and evil. So is this. I'm consistent on it. When it's just peaceful protesting, when I saw the, the BLM people in Salt Lake City and they were talking with police and they stayed out and yeah, they were out after what was curfew and so on, but then they peacefully went back to their cars and left. That is fantastic. Do that stuff. But when you start doing this and you're not willing to call it out for what it is, then I don't believe you when you say you want unity because you don't. You make it obvious that you don't. I mean, my cousin put up the thing about unity and da-da-da, and it didn't take more than three responses below of someone going, well, I'll accept that Trump guy, F that guy and his followers. Well, then, you don't want unity. You don't. That's the reality of it. And other than that, I don't have strong feelings about the subject, right? So, but what I do have some strong feelings about is what is coming up in the next week. Next week is Thanksgiving. And we've got all these silly people all over the place, governors and mayors and so on, trying to, ex oh, what's the word I'm looking to use, to uh, execute their governmental overreach by telling people what they can and cannot do in their own homes when it's not illegal activity, okay? I understand. You can't run a meth, meth lab in your home. No, you can't. That's illegal. That's against the law. Police need to move in and knock that down. But when someone's starting to tell me how many people I can have in my own home, I'm sorry, I paid for this property. I pay the taxes on this property. Shut up. My daughter would tell me that's a bad word. And I can't say it. She's not here. Shut up. Governor Herbert, Governor DeWine, Governor whoever the heck, Newsom, all you freaking people in these different states, whether you're Republican or Democrat, you need to stop. Mask mandates are not legit. And again, I'm going to get all the hate. I'll take all the smoke. 
Give me all the smoke. I'll take it. All right? But it is ridiculous for you to think that you can tell me what I have to wear and what I can do in my own home. I wear a mask when I go to work because I have to. If I don't, I don't get a paycheck. So we can have that conversation another time. I've had people that tell me I should quit. And, well, I just started. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, it's a it's a great job and a great paycheck. So we're not we're not changing anything there. But the reality of it is is uh, I'm, I don't wear a mask anywhere else. I'm not wearing a mask outside. I'm not wearing a mask in my car. I'm not wearing a mask in my home, unless I come I get COVID. And that's the reality. If I get, if I become uh, symptomatic with COVID-19, which means I'm coughing, I'm sneezing, I'm expressing germs all over the place, then I will put on a mask to protect the people that I love inside my home, particularly my mother-in-law who's in her mid-70s. And my wife and my sister, you know, everybody in the house, but she would be my main concern. And she would be the only way that, and that is the only way. Because again, if I'm not symptomatic, I'm not going to go get tested to find out if I have something that I'm not showing symptoms for. And two, if I'm not symptomatic, I can't spread it. Because here's the real deal. I mean, as much as I love the people in my house, I'm not up close and personal with anybody except my wife, my daughter, and my niece. So... I mean, I'm not getting, I'm, I may get within six feet of my mother-in-law and so on. But if, again, if I'm not uh, coughing and, and so on, I'm not expressing the germs to her, the virus to where she can catch it. And that's the reality of it. It is the same thing. It's, it's the, the reality of the fact that if we practice good hygiene and you're not all up in each other's faces at work and so on, I mean, I'm not... I'm not getting that close to people at Walmart. I mean, if you, have you looked at the people at Walmart website? I, I don't get too close to those folks. You don't have to ask me to social distance. I naturally do so. Except for the people that I know and love at like church and stuff like that. And even in that, I give hugs and stuff like that. But I get, I'm not like right up in people's faces. Nobody needs to smell my breath. And if you can't smell my breath, it's highly unlikely that I'm going to give you any kind of, of germ, virus, or disease. And that's the bottom line. So I would hope that as you get ready to the, go through this next week, um, well, we got one more full week and then a, a part of a week before Thanksgiving, that you plan, plan for a good family Thanksgiving the way you always have. You know, I mean, if, if if you don't have a whole lot of family and you can't, then then fine. But don't don't let some government official limit the amount of people you can have in your home. I mean, again, I've made this very clear, and people are mad at me when I say it. But this is not none of this is about compassion. This is about control. This is a dry run for socialism. This is what this truly is. This is an experimentation in just how far they can push their governmental overreach and how much they can control you. And I'm here to tell you, don't let them do it. Don't let them do it. Stand up for your rights. And don't let them guilt you 
with with that well you're just saying you don't you want your rights means you don't care about the lives of other people bs that's bull and you know it that means you just want to take my words and twist it into something not even remotely close to what i actually said and you can stop it you can just stop shut up because i said what i said my rights are my rights I have the right to do what I want to do in my own home. Any business has the right to tell me what they want. Now, granted, I walk into Walmart, even though they have a sign on their door that says masks are required, I walk in without a mask when I have to. I don't go there very often. That's the easiest thing for me is I just don't go to those places. My wife does. She goes to Walmart. She goes to Costco. She does all that stuff. So I don't have to. But the, the times that I do, I walk past the guy at the door, if they really want to tell me you can't come in here and throw me out, then fine. They did it at Home Depot. Home Depot, I walked through and I was just about to pick up some sprinklers and, and go do my thing and pay, my, pay for my stuff. And they were like, you have to have a mask. Okay, bye, I'm going to Lowe's. You know what they didn't do at Lowe's? Tell me I have to have a mask. They had a sign on their door, sure. And I walked right past it. I went and got my stuff and I went to the register and I rang it up and I left and somebody came behind me and sprayed it all down great and nobody died everybody's safe you know and, and here's the thing it's like all the people that I've, I've encountered that have gotten it or um, have been totally uh, have been in some way affected by COVID whether they've gotten it or know somebody that got it or somebody died or whatever they're all mask wearers I know two people, I don't know them, but I've been, have a connection with two people who have died, and then a whole lot more people who have either been hospitalized, um, two people on a ventilator, and then a bunch of family members who just had it, had a miserable couple of weeks and got through it and carried it on with their lives. But the ones that I know that have gotten it, mask wearers. Every single one of them, every single one of the people I know who have got COVID-19, whether they died, hospitalized, recovered, or whatever, all of them, mask wearers. If they work so well, to my knowledge, we, at Refuge Church, we have been meeting back at church, full stream, going hard, no one service since May, no masks, hand sanitizer, Elders wear gloves when they, they distribute communion and, and so on and so forth. Nobody has gotten it. All of us hugging and loving on each other and hanging out and having long conversations for hours after the service and stuff like that. People going to dinner together, people getting together and doing hangouts together and stuff like that. Nobody has got it. Nobody. But all the people that I know who've got it, mask wearers. Except for one. I take that back. Except for one. Is not a, a, a was not an avid mask wearer. So that's it. I mean, it's anecdotal, but it's as it's as it's as much proof as they're giving you on the other side of things. Everything we hear from everywhere else seems to be just as anecdotal. So there you go. My round is over. Um We'll see what the next week's bring, next week brings. Maybe by next week we'll actually have 
somebody that we can say absolutely for sure is the president of the United States. I seriously doubt it, but we'll see what happens and we'll see what happens the rest of the week. Um, hopefully, uh, I'll have a better attitude next week because the Broncos won't get slaughtered uh, by the Raiders. Um, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so there you go, guys. Uh, thanks for just hanging out and listening to me rant. Uh, I know it's been an interesting uh, few weeks, and it just seems like it's the same thing over and over and over, very repetitive. Hopefully next week I have something better to talk about. Um, I'll make something up if I don't. Uh, we're going to have a happy show. <laughs> I'm going to promise you a happy show next week because... The reality is I'll only have three days of work next week and then lots of food. Thanksgiving is upon us and it is my favorite time of year because guess what? The day after Thanksgiving, we get to put up all our Christmas stuff and there's no penalty on the play. Okay? Christmas after Thanksgiving. And Christmas tree's going up the day after and music is going on and we're going to have a great time. We're going to celebrate. So next Monday, this is my promise to you. I hope. Next Monday is going to be a happy show. It's going to be Norm, all smiles. and so If I have to bring my daughter in here to be my co-host to make sure it's a happy show, we're going to have a happy show next week. All right? So thanks, guys, for hanging out. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.